February 27th, 2021. I'm the artist D, and here with me is my partner in radio broadcast fabulation. It's Anne Murray. That sounds so hardcore. Hi, everybody. We are hardcore. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? This fabulous, fine. It, it's going. Morning. It's going. It's rainy over here. It's nice. Going. It's going right Dark out the day. There's a second cup of coffee in my future. Oh, very good. I'm having a pre mixed latte with the oh. powder. Really? Yeah. What does that mean? Like, how, it's like what? the stuff, the stuff, the powder that comes in the container. Oh, like is it like instant? Yeah. Latte? Yeah. Okay. It's an instant latte. It's a vanilla caramel instant latte. Because wait, wait, wait. No you time. said caramel. Caramel. I did. Yes. Because I can have caramel as long as it's not chewy. Not shit. caramel. Caramel. Yes. Caramel. God damn it. Yes. The caramels. Oh. Get the caramels. Uh, we say caramel here. Get that, but your weird linguistics out of here. But anyway. Yes, this cup is filled with the caramel, but not <laughs> not the sticky, gooey kind. Mm. Well, enjoy. That's exciting. I'm going to. I made it really hot, so I can't have any, which is unfortunate because I'd like some <laughs> to get this party started. But unfortunately, here we are in crisis. Co-hosts in crisis. No, it, it's going to be okay. Cohorts in crisis. I couldn't come up with any poetic crisis language for our opening today. Well, how about some nice opening thoughts? I could share something with you. Please share. Courtesy with of the, courtesy the of BuzzFeed, who just told us that mm. six years ago, the internet had that big fight about the color of the dress. Remember the six dress? Six years ago. That was a long time ago. And apparently we had llamas running in the street, so we had to celebrate them too. So it was the dress and the llamas. Wow. So we can think about dresses and llamas. And it's all okay. only yesterday we were talking about that dress. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, time is odd. <laughs> yes, it is. That's all I can say about time. It is odd. February 26th, we were thinking about dresses and llamas. I don't recall the llamas, but we all recall the dress. Um, yeah, two llama owners just kind of let their, I, what the heck is this? Oh, they were going to take them to a reti retirement home, these owners, and they broke free. Mm. Mm. So yay, freedom for the llamas. I don't know what they're doing today. <laughs> that's, that's the rest of the story. And here's the llamas now. And where's, <laughs> and where's the dress? <laughs> you know, I don't know where the hell is the dress. That's a, oh, wow. So, and what color is it today? We have so many questions. Yes. <laughs> God. Well, I'm looking at a picture of the dress now, and it looks blue, and I don't recall it ever being blue for me. Yeah, I thought I saw it was um, was the green the other color. I, I seem to recall it was green. I don't know. I, I, uh, I don't know. I, and especially if you were in an office environment at the time, then you got all the feedback from all the people, and it wasted half the day. <laughs> with the chatter about the dress. Isn't it amazing what just takes over? <laughs> That's our world. Our population is just from one thing to and just wandering aimlessly from one <laughs> thing to another. <laughs> but this week, you've <laughs> this week, this year, this month, this this decade, you've been going yeah. through it. I have, and, and I didn't realize I was going through it until I until I 
last week, <laughs> courtesy of a meme and a conversation with the friend. It hits you. That's good, though. But it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I'm just, I've been in a creative rut. I thought I was just, ah, COVID depression, mm. and I hate people. But nothing's going on around me. I'm like, what's going on? I stopped painting. I stopped writing. All these things I stopped through the years. And, like, you need these things now more than ever, and you yes. don't have them. And you don't realize, well, I need these. Do you think it was um, just a, a life, you know, tapering off all these fun things for you that just got in the way and you forgot them? You got too busy? Or did you just lose the spark? Maybe uh, maybe all of them. All of both, yes. You know, you got to keep the spark going by continuing to do those things. And I, I didn't. Damn it. Well, it's so easy. It's, it's so easy in this world to just kind of. It's amazing how we let that happen. Well, time, I mean, talking about time, that's a real fascinating construct with the more you do, the more time you have. The less you do, the less time you have. That's deep. I know. I've just twisted everyone's, <laughs> everyone's brains just went through. Because oh. <laughs> the people who do the most have the most time, but they don't. They have actually less time, ladies and gentlemen, because mm-hmm. they're doing more. It's not every, we all have the same 24 hours. We do. And yet somebody can sit there all day long from morning to night and it's gone before you know it, it's gone. And I see it all the time with people like, you know, tapping their watch. Oh, it's 11 o'clock already. I'm, might as well just give up. I haven't done anything. <laughs> That's me. Damn it. It's one o'clock already. Yes. I can't do anything. Because <laughs> yes. it's almost time for dinner. <laughs> and everybody just gives up. <laughs> and the more, you you know, I think I need sleep, but I don't. Because then I get up at, at six or seven or nine. Day's almost over. Why do we do this to ourselves? Because it's it's weird. It's this weird bendy thing that goes on in reality that we don't have any concept of. So that, that so just, frustrating. You know, and we're so I'm angry lazy, that, you know, well, but you're not lazy. That's the whole thing. I thought I was lazy. Mm. And my friend said, you're not lazy. You're just tired. And I'm, I'm, I'm tired from doing crap that's not giving me that spark that I need. I'm wasting time doing unfulfilling crap. And I'm like, oh. The lights went on. I'm like, oh, my God. I am so glad the lights went on. And I'm so glad because I didn't even know. And if I don't know, then, you know, the rest of the people out there in the dark don't know that you are a creative, fabulous light. I used to be. I'm going to try to be that again. I mean, you you drew those heads and I'm like, oh, my God, you can draw heads. The stupid act of drawing a head was so fulfilling. I'm like, oh, my God. But I have people who didn't even know I could do that. No, I didn't people know. People in my life. I didn't know. And I, I knew used to fucking I, paint. I knew you nobody painted and, and I I think I've seen some, so I know, you know, you're good. But nobody knows that. Damn it. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> Start painting. But it's also that like mom thing, you kind of lose your identity a mm-hmm. bit because it just takes you somewhere else, and that's exactly what happened to me. That is true, and that's I mean, that's a perfect uh, and valid excuse because you really, when you're a parent, when you're doing the parent thing for real, you kind of just take your life off 
for you know damn near it's a, 20 it's years about the child you know <laughs> not that it, i mean yeah. it, I, we, we had fun and we it was fulfilling oh, yeah. on different oh, yeah. levels but like it just my needs went to the back oh yeah i mean i can't yeah. even watch a movie i like it's godzilla and king kong and you know <laughs> jurassic park star wars you know <laughs> it's not my life anymore oh yeah and, and not saying at all that it's not a good thing I mean, that it wasn't fun but that is true i mean that's that's why i don't have children because you think about it you, when you think about it like realistically and it's like well no i'm not gonna cash in 18 years yeah i can't do it <laughs> i mean yeah bless those of you who wanted to and and did it and enjoyed yourselves but i i can't just hit the pause button and I'll get back to you in 18 years or these days, you know, 28. <laughs> Some people can do it. I, I just, I didn't, I couldn't. Well, I, I don't know if that's so weird. I mean, I'm sure that's a whole other topic and, and, you know, an Oprah level show of how can you be a parent while still being yourself? Who the hell knows? I think Amanda Palmer had addressed that years ago when she had her son, she was worried, like, am I going to lose my art? Yes. I lose, and I have to actually read up and see what she, I mean, she had the child, she's living with this child, and they're doing cool things, but it, it changes you. Does it enhance you if you're awake enough to take advantage of it all? And she kind of, that's a good example of, like, that, the hippie type parent, because the, they had those when I was growing up, too. <laughs> hey! Because <laughs> she got the kid, and, like, the, then the kid becomes part of her life not yeah, like an, oh there yeah. it is the yeah. kid became part of her life she did the yeah she didn't become part of the kid's life when most people yeah you become part right. of the kid's life with godzilla i became well yeah, yeah. but she yeah. kind of she bred that child into the art world to be an art piece of art <laughs> yeah and uh, interesting and you knew those 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 weird families growing up you know the the, the hippie family who their kids were just kind of weird but they were kind of weird too and they all just lived in this weird isn't that beautiful psychedelic kind of thing yeah it was. <laughs> <laughs> this weird chaotic existence yeah. so there's i think that's the that there's the deep key for this morning is uh, it's like, be oh. between becoming the kid's life or becoming kids part of your life. So, uh, mo but most people, I mean, if you want to raise the kid in normal, polite society, you got to let them kind of, you know, be themselves and you're part of their world. And then, then Godzilla. Yeah. Well, that that's, you know, I got the whole adoptive parent thing yes. on top of everything. So it was important that he be his own person. Exactly. Which is and I just fabulous. kind of follow along. It's all do, super do, do, fabulous. Do, do, do. Even Which is fine. now. Now that he's become but, you, because you know, he is you. <laughs> he has turned into me ultimately with the mouth and everything else. I yes. <laughs> I God love damn. It. It's weird how that happens, huh? It is. It's good. It's good. He is definitely the reflection of his parents. Thankfully, child turns around and gives you a stream of obscenities, and he's like valid in what he's saying. And I'm like, that's me. <laughs> and y'all just grow old together, yelling, "Kiss my Shit. ass, <laughs> your sister's ass." <laughs> that's what happens here. We are very strange. It's all good. So you've sparked, <laughs> and I'm happy for you that you've sparked. Thanks. You're blogging. I, I, I did. I started a blog. Is it good? I don't know. But I like the idea that I could have um, 
thoughts beyond 240 characters. It is good. For me, so, so, I just... And I, I think... Yeah. Does Twitter take over your writing? Have you figured that? It does. It It takes a little of the spark out of my writing. Because sometimes I'll want to write a big thing, but then I'll just tweet a little bit of it and think, well, that that's enough. That's, that's yes. Enough. See, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's been sabotaging. Yeah. Yeah, I have to. That, that actually is the only way that I will write. And usually now I'm just writing for for culture and just do an article there. But literally, I'll have to start the tweet and be like, there's not enough room here. And then I move over to the blogging type platform. But unless that happens, I'm just going to say, no, this is good enough. So I've probably yeah. missed plenty of endless amounts of thoughts that I could have just, if, if Twitter didn't exist, I would have had to go long form because you can't, right. just, can't just go to four culture and post, you know, hundred characters. You, sure. You, you can you could, you can do yeah. whatever you yeah, want. You can do whatever Damn you it. Want. It's our, it's our but thing. I, but, do it. But Twitter, I mean, I, I the, the two, the few posts that I have, I even forgot what the hell I wrote about just so you know, cause my brain sucks, but like those started out as tweets and I'm like, wait, and I had to stop and move over to the other platform so I can just blab. Mm, that's good. That's good. But I'm like, how many times did this happen? And I didn't realize it. I don't remember anything I've written, so don't feel bad there either. Well, this is someone who doesn't remember anyone's names right. or what she did yesterday. <laughs> so it's fine. Well, and, and I'll, you know, read something years from now. That's the most fun thing is either I'll read it or someone will quote me and I'll say, that's amazing. <laughs> who said that? <laughs> thank god you think it's amazing (laughs) who wrote that shit oh my Mm, god yes well you know the older you get that's definitely something that happens too (laughs) (laughs) i have to say that i don't think there's anything i've written maybe some of the books that are no longer in publication but the stuff that's still out there and the stuff i've done for for culture and, and my i don't think i've ever felt that it was terrible or embarrassing, but status updates, Facebook updates, Twitter updates. Yeah. They don't age well in like um, a maturity level. Like when I went through and deleted all of Facebook and I used that app where you literally see everything it's deleting and it's like going one by one. And it's, it's like your life is flashing before your eyes. Yeah. My history. Yeah. Every one of those, like there's, and even now, like if I post something and it's like a month or so old, cause I'll go back. I, I only post now on Facebook and uh, delete it when I post something else. So it's only like the newest thing Ooh, is there. Look at you. Yeah. I'm not letting it get out of hand ever again. But even then, like, even if it's two months old, I'm like, that was kind of stupid. It was corny. How drunk was I? Some people like to document yeah. all that crap. I just, I, I don't know. It's clear to me now, like when I read something like that, it's like, oh, I was so in the moment, like there was so much happening in my head that, and there's no context of it in this little tweet or status update. Like there was a party going on in my head. I probably had the music on level 11, you know, drunk, high, whatever. (laughs) It was a party. And a good time. (laughs) And it made sense to me. Flying high fabulously. 
and people loved it. You know, there's, you know, 50 likes. They Somehow they yeah, thought like, it was hey! great at the time. But I go back and I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea what this means. But maybe that's the poet. You know, they were liking the poet in me because they thought, oh, this is poetry. Well, no, it's just I was just kind of having a good time. No, it, it's it's that you're right. But look what gets the likes. Isn't it amazing? Mm. My mom stuff got all the attention and the likes. Yes. But I'll talk about the mom stuff, but I'm still a different mom. I'm still like that edgy mom. You are. You're the cool mom. That just that like puts it out there and people are just are attracted to that. It's just like, well, I'll just keep doing that. It's given me what I need. It is. So where, Goddamn people. Where do we find this blog? You know, what the hell is the name of my blog? I got to stop the It's, it's pizza, pizza and cannolis. Oh, Ted Canicious. Tie and Pizza. <laughs> Ted Tie and Pizza dot blog. Dot blog. Because I like Ped dot Ped Tie and Pizza and it's like unrelated and weird and like my thoughts. <clears throat> I'm going to say something that's going to upset you. Okay. What's Pad Thai? It's not going to upset me. Have I ever had this? You're, you're so cute and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a a Thai rice noodle dish I that I've ever had this. has, look at Google it. It's a stir fried rice noodle dish. Yeah. And it's yeah. it could have chicken and it could have whatever uh, you know meat you'd like. And it's a like a. Is it in a peanut sauce? I guess right. a mild peanut got sauce. Rice noodles with some peanuts, veggies. Bean sprouts. Yeah. Egg. Hmm. I don't know if I, I'm sure I have, but I don't know how to describe it poetically for the radio. It's do you, just uh, do you happy, eat this, you know. You eat this with your pizza or <laughs> there is a pad thai pizza. And I haven't oh. had it. I haven't seen it around here, but when I was Googling pad thai and pizza just to see what the hell came up because you know I got to look. Yes. Some some weirdo made that. That's like, fabulous. What's it's that like, about? It's like the cheeseburger pizza, but pad thai pizza. I like that. What's wrong with that? I don't know. There's some we, shit you got to leave alone. You got to put everything on everything. But yeah, I haven't really, oddly enough, um, experimented in the Thai dishes as much as one would assume that I have, because people look at me and they think sushi person. Or Thai person. Hey. But really not as much as they think. That's the the asshole I come across as. Like sushi person. <laughs> I bet he dresses in a suit like George Hahn. Isn't it and weird? And goes has sushi. Food, food defines <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like I'm looking now. Why is pad thai so bad for you? I'm like, of course I'm going to eat it. It's really terrible for me. It's going to make my heart explode. Of course that's why I like it. <laughs> Yeah, because really, I mean, the truth is I'm a Chinese food person out of all those things. It's the American Chinese food that you'll find me gobbling it's down. It's good stuff. <laughs> it's good. I'm going tonight for Chinese. I'm ready. Oh, fabulous. I'm excited to leave as a bloated saltness. <laughs> but I like it. I've been, I usually I'm a big wonton soup person, but lately, especially with, you know, feeling a certain way and trying to ward off all the germs in the world just in case. But I've been getting the hot and sour soup. <gasps> That's my favorite. I love it. I love it. And I hope you get a good one because some are made it's like, got, mm. yeah, yeah, it's got, it's a good, it's even like the thickness and the, the sauciness of it and the the strips of um, tofu in there. 
Yeah. Sometimes you get strips of pork if they yes. like you. That Red happened pepper flakes. last time. I really haven't had hot and sour like regularly until this last couple months. And the last one I had had pork in it. I was very surprised. They must it's like me It's my favorite now. soup. They like you, this guy. Oh, you give, him, give him all he wants. It's good stuff. Love it. You could try to make it, but, you know. Mm. And I have. Depends how much of a. Like, you can even, like, the, the packet in the grocery store. Like, they have, like, gravies, instant gravies and stuff. They have instant hot and sour soup. I didn't know that. It's actually oh. pretty close. I mean, because you you'd put an egg in there and boil it. And suddenly, yeah, hot and sour soup. It's just the, I gotta look into the spices. That. Sometimes the you just thickener. want it, you yeah. know. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to do that, but yeah, I, I prefer. I mean, anything. If you ever have any symptoms of, you know, a cold or a sore throat or anything, you've got to get the takeout wonton soup or the hot and sour soup. The big hot and sour kills the everything. Big vat of it. Just, Hell mm. yeah! Yes, so good. <laughs> Ah, see, look, we we agreed on a we food do. product. We do. I think we're we're kindred as far as Chinese food goes. <laughs> what's your go-to plate? I thought we all. I think we all know mine. Well, I've been doing Asian fusion, so I would get the pad thai a lot. Oh. But I'm a shrimp and scallop person. I like spice. Yes, the spice. Hot and sour soup. And we know my uh, my lifetime journey for General So's. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> You went all the way to Nebraska. <laughs> but, you know, even my, the Chinese appetizers are dictated by the child. He likes mm. the spare ribs and the scallion pancakes and the spring rolls, all that crap. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, my gosh. No, we're more the uh, we're the egg rolls. We're the uh, uh, those crab rangoons. Oh, yes. Those are nice. Mm. They and also make your heart explode. They do, yes. And lately we've been doing, uh, they have these shrimp that are like, they beat the hell out of them, so they're flat, so they're like shrimp sticks, and they fry oh. fry those. Also makes your heart explode. Very exciting. It's delicious. We're just a bloated mess. It's, it just means it's delicious, yeah. <laughs> Why is America fat? Well, whatever. Absolutely. So go to is it pad thai so and pizza dot blog. Yeah. <laughs> and read. <laughs> and it's my thoughts, you know. I talked about I know my, my Starbucks that I haven't been able to visit for almost a year. I went to the Starbucks three times a week, you know, it was a big deal. It is. That's a big change. I miss it. Right? Yeah. I haven't been. It's a pretty I, Starbucks yeah. too, damn it. Oh. That's even worse. I think I've still I'm I've maintained like under five Starbucks drinks during the pandemic. I think I maybe one or two. Honestly, yeah. I don't I haven't gotten it. Yeah, I don't think it's I've gotten the same. To five yet. I think I've had maybe three now. And it's only with same. only when another person insists. <laughs> it's a social thing. You just can't get it on your own. It's just, it's social. Well, that was the, it's the magic of it. Yeah, you had to you get you get it, and then you go to the place, or you see the people, or you go with the people, and you get the thing. But yeah, it's it's a connected. You just you don't go like when we were locked down for real. The people that like left their home, went to Starbucks, came back home. Like, what are you doing? How how could you drink Starbucks on your couch alone? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
alone. <laughs> so now I can't. We, we just need to get you to paint and we'll be good. Yeah, I need the space to paint. It's been years. D. Mm, I know. It's embarrassing how long it's been. I went a long time until that last... Twenty-five years, maybe, uh, that I actually oh, sat and oh, painted. That's, that's not just years. <laughs> that's that's that, that's a lifetime. That is a it's lifetime. Yes, some people don't get twenty-five years. <laughs> I mean, I've done like you know painting for like school shit and whatever, but like yeah. you know for for my son's school surprise. Right. But like this is just this is different for to sit and paint something I want to paint. Awesome. Shit. I got the degree in painting. That was my major. That's what was amazing. I going to do with it? I don't amazing. know. That's amazing. Going to take a moment for that right there. A degree oh my in God. painting. Bless you. A, B, a BFA in painting. <laughs> I Not even, hear... you know, this was the extra credits to get the BFA <laughs> to get the painting. You know, I, I went I went to town. I just, anytime I hear these things, I hear our ancestors in our heads saying, what you're going to do with that? Yep. And guess what my minor was? <laughs> <laughs> Literature. What oh, do you do with yes. that shit? <laughs> That's the thing. Everybody, God. They wanted to be, but it's still, it's, it's all bad. It's all bad for you. You might as well get what you want. With the painting or the literature. Because otherwise, then all these fucks are getting business management <laughs> how many people go into hotel management thinking it's like an a end all for all the things they might get involved with they're like well i could parlay that into huh, fill in the blank of other, other boring shit frightening it, it really sucks yeah just get what you want people be a painter it's so hard though i never i i never understood when i was younger you know, going to school for fill in the blank for art. But now I do. I would like to know the things I don't know. If only people would have explained it better that you could actually know things you don't know. <laughs> well, it forces you to expose yourself. Like if you just did it yourself at home, you'd only stick to what you like. Right. And you're not going to yeah. learn anything new. So taking a class in this, you're going to be forced to look at other people's shit which is probably going to kill you 90% of the time because it does nothing for you, but right. you might learn something and it might influence you and you'll create better things. So there. That's wise. I don't know. Did I don't know. You, I don't know. Did you, uh, speaking of here about the, um, the reversal, Biden reversed the classical architecture order. Speaking of art that drives us crazy. Oh, I didn't. What is this? <laughs> Did you know, you know the Trump Trump before he left, he put in a, a classical architecture order saying that any government architecture has to remain classical, which people said was kind of racist because it's like Roman and stuff. Oh, well, OK. You, did, uh, you didn't hear about that? No. Oh, okay. I mean, are we talking like, you know, like courthouses and. Yeah. Yeah, courthouse, the White mean, House, the, all the stuff with the pillars and yeah, all the old I, shit. I, I don't, to yeah. me, that's just like, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> in my head, that's it, what it looks like anyway. Yeah, he didn't want it to ever be, you know, something modern. He didn't want any of the federal civil, civic architecture to be in any other right. design. So Biden has just executive ordered that down, which is good because I think, you know, 
we can't be walking around looking like classic Greece forever or whatever that is. Whatever that style is. Very Roman. I don't know what it is. I, I didn't go to college for this. I don't know. <laughs> it just, I, I whatever. I, it's something I never thought about. Yes. I mean, I've been in, I've been in crisis forever. You know, you might be, do you think, is this your first midlife crisis? Have you had many? I might've had small, this is my first big one. Big one. That just like really like killed me. And you wouldn't think it killed me, but then mm. I don't know. I don't show a lot of people, a lot of things. Cause I hate everybody. Right. I feel like I'm a I've been, people person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fabulous. I think I've been in crisis forever. But that could be an artist thing. We're always in flux and change and crisis. Well, that's just you wanting to be surrounded by chaos. You thrive in it. I do seem to uh, waddle towards it. <laughs> you know, and it's something you, you, you're able to perform better in it. You can see the beauty in it. Yeah. Like I can, absolutely. Nothing, nothing like a good chaos molecule. Amen. Catch you through the day. <laughs> It's the little things, thing. shit. Whatever the hell gets you through the day, right on. Absolutely. My God, it's either that or cheesecake. Yeah, I I would like to paint a little bit more. It's it's the time talking about time, time and mindset. Like same with you know where you are. You've got to, you, you probably have to take time and become this painting person. But then you got to, you know, toggle that between working person and mother and wife and human being. Well, I'm a shitty wife and a not so great mother these (laughs) days because because like, you know, my kid's 15 now. So like he hasn't come out of his room anyway. So I'm like, whatever. True. (laughs) I just need so much time. Like when when I paint, like that's the day or the afternoon and it's. If, if Isn't you, that nice though? Oh, it is. But if Come you on. if you try to drag me out of that though, that's very cranky. You get cranky D. Oh, cranky D. I think that's okay. Because <laughs> I became, you know, you become Salvador Dali. You become this crazed painting fiend, and then somebody wants to, you know, the phone rings, and then you're screwed. Yeah, well, I had a taste of that writing. The, my my blogs. I'm in the middle of a just a just a thought. Nothing. But stop calling me. Phone on. Do not disturb. Because they're getting mad now. They're calling again. So I'm not answering. Get the hell out of here. And the notifications are popping up in your face. They're trying to get to you. No. And what do they want to tell you? Nothing. You're interrupting me. Yes. And my brain, and my creative process. And you should stop. Yet if we turn it off and we're like side eyeing the phone. The whole time. I don't know if people would respect my my process now if I would actually. So I'm going to go paint. Mm-hmm. Do they know what that what what that's like for? I have to probably educate everybody around me what that is and what that's like and what you should not do. I don't think I'm in my be- zone. I don't know if they'd believe you. I don't know if anybody outside of the world of so painting weird. believes us the what we have to do. <laughs> and then and it's gotten better. Like back in in the day, I'd have to you know it was literally like the day and. I'd be zapped by the afternoon, but you know, it's just done. There's nothing more I could yeah. do, but now at least I, I have a little bit of control over the process, but it takes so much time. And I, and I like to being impatient as I am, don't like to drag out the painting if I don't have to. 
making well, it's it done when it's done having it dry in between just drives me crazy especially being an oil painter so painting and then waiting a week really just I, I would never let I was an oil painter as well and I would just paint with the palette knife and pile on six inches of paint yes. <laughs> that shit never dried for years <laughs> it's the best technique <laughs> <laughs> the pile on technique like yeah that that it was great but you know, oh, I miss it. yeah, we'll get back to it, and and we know, we know it could be worse. We could be mole people. We joked about how we were like hiding from the world, right? And like, mm-hmm. and you could say just by hearing the term "mole people," yeah, that was me. But then you read up on it and going, "Holy shit, that's not me." No, it's we, that's it's something. We've been doing some research on mole people, people that live under cities, literally under cities. Like moles. Like moles. Hence, henceforth, <laughs> mole people. But hey! This really has come to my brain lately. I mean, I've, I've known about this for a while, and I've come into contact with it here and there, um, especially being kind of in tune with the homeless. Like, if you know certain portions of homeless, you hear about mole people. But being in the high desert out here, in the city... Uh, it comes to mind, especially around this season, because we have huge storm drains, like oh. gigantic river-sized storm drains. Because if when it rains in the desert, in the city, it has nowhere to go, for real. Like, you guys, you don't know. You just don't know. Well, I, have, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, like, along highways, along roads, behind communities, there's just gigantic swaths of concrete ditches and rain drainage tunnels. And so especially in, in the Nevada high desert and in Las Vegas and other cities like that, people have a lot of space under the city to live. They live yeah. in these storm drains. There are communities in these storm drains. It's amazing. And when it rains, of course, their existence in the storm drains is threatened. But uh, like there's one that I walk near regularly that uh, it rained this last month for, you know, only does this like twice a year. And uh, the, it washes out all their stuff. So oh, like God. the whole exposed drainage area is full of like clothes and strollers, shopping carts. It's families. It's families. amazing. And like like things, survival things. And that's what I think about. Anytime it rains and it washes away all these people's stuff, you think about the people that live under there. And there are apparently thousands of them. And you just, I don't know if, if I can convey how weird that is. <laughs> it's It's their world and many, they're just comfortable being there. Uh, there was an article you shared with me Mole people in New York City. Mm-hmm. And then you've got thousands. And they're, they're, they're always on the move just because they keep getting pushed out. And, well, you guys have, like, uh, train tunnels and subway stuff. Yeah, they stay in the abandoned tunnels. tunnels. They travel by night because, like, if they have children, they don't want the children taken away. They have pets. Wow. Can you just uh, fathom that? In the dark. It's dark down there. It's yeah. lawless down there. There's no 
That's all these articles I found. They kept saying there's no cameras. It's like, what? When, when did we become a world where we're like, thankfully, there's cameras here. But that's like <laughs> that's the least of my worries is, oh, there's not cameras here. No, you're in the freaking dark in the sewer. It's dangerous just as is. And and that's weird. Like, I don't know. I guess it's we've become so dependent upon all the things we know. Like people think they have the police to support them. They think that if they have a medical emergency, the ambulance will right. save them. And then thank well, God we, there's yeah, cameras. We function yeah. on, on autopilot. Yeah. See? We don't have to worry about what they have to worry about. They have to worry about every little thing that we don't think about. And they learn. Because we do have that support. Some of them have set up the little like rooms in, in like they oh, have they've got posters on the walls and stuff. But it's it's like a movie to me, like when you find these people that just live in the dark. I mean, I'm sure they have lanterns and stuff and they do, but that's not always I mean, just in the dark. And then in the desert, it's so hot and I'm sure it's cooler. Oh, it must be brutal. Cooler under, but it can't be that much fun. Well, not when it rains. You lose everything yeah. every time it friggin' rains? Come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. are these individuals born into it? Like, uh, or I mean, what makes them decide? Do they decide to just Seems like the majority, embrace this lifestyle? The majority, it's like one of, you know, uh, another homeless step is, you know, you've, you've lost everything. Some are drug users, some are ex prisoners, addicts, and, and yeah. they end up there. And, uh, you know, but they do have families, so they, I'm sure there are children that are born into it and and for them that's normal. It's all, it's all they know. Yeah. It's all they know. I always worry about prisoners who haven't been properly rehabilitated. They come out, it's a new world. They're really handed nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Oh my god, it's so <laughs> it's so broken. Like that was this is the February theme for me. It's all broken. It's all bullshit. It's all bad for you. The la- the layers of onion. The, we're we're just this onion of broken. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm well, how do you fix it? Can you fix it? I mean, it's just so overwhelming. It, I mean, that's that's the overwhelming part. That and then that social media and the internet helps us see, and helps more people see at least. Is we're just at the top, you know, we're at the top of the onion and we think this is bad, but then there's another layer and another layer and another. I mean, yeah. when, what's between normal problems and mole people problems? There's so much there. But even then you'll read about it and it's like, you'll get a little educated. What do you do about it? What actions yeah. could you take to make things better? Aside from just... <laughs> kind of a grinning and bear it kind of life of you just can help what you can help with. You can do organizations and groups that help feed the, these people. No, nobody goes these that people, you know, it's, I, I'm a, a we um, get overwhelmed and we could shut it off. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. that that's the beauty of us. That is the secret to everything is no matter how much you help, we shut it off at the end of the day. Most Isn't of nice. Isn't that nice. Yeah. I'm a big uh, supporter of the True Colors Foundation, which is a uh, nationwide organization that helps help homeless youth, LGBTQ youth, mm-hmm. 
because there's the this that's another staggering la- layer of the onion uh the yeah. amount of homeless teenagers period then yeah. h- amount of homeless teenagers who are lgbtq who have literally been kicked out of their homes because they're lgbt isn't, isn't that amazing and those folks i mean they're like i mean these are these are kids that are on their own they don't have like some kicked of these kicked out of their good uh, christian know. homes d yeah <laughs> loving loving christian homes praise jesus because of what others will think yeah yeah and it's bad enough when you're an adult that you know life has gone to shit and you make the decision to have to just go it's not a decision but you you just just go but to be you know a kid who comes out to their loving parents and their parents are point to the door like an angry monkey and they're out there on their own so they don't even have they don't they don't have the brain space yet they haven't even been an adult they haven't even functioned as that and now they're on their own out there living on the streets and in the in the ditches and the drains under the cities oh it's amazing it's amazing so these groups they do make you know somewhat of a difference but it's just really overwhelmingly broken how it only will ever make a, just a little mark a little gash of change um, we're gonna have so we have just such a high homeless rate high poverty rate high everything rate <laughs> yeah a nice a nice depressing show to get you going this weekend no it's a show to get you thinking yes but we do what we can do and Unfortunately, thanks to society being a clusterfuck, that's all we can do. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Be the change, they say. And, and, and you want to, but well, it's like, hard. We've got, you know, all these people saying, where's our $2,000 checks? Where's our $15 an hour pay? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And uh, they bombed Syria. Got seventy yeah. seven hundred and twenty billion for that, but we could totally solve all the problems. Could you imagine that you're just pissed off somebody? You don't want someone getting fifteen dollars an hour. That's not going to raise the price of your hamburger. No. I mean, you're, the CEO's making billions, but we're you know we're not worried about what he's making. God damn. And another- we don't want our fellow man. Here's another loophole in there. It's just like the 1400 versus the 2000. They're they're doing the same thing with with uh, employment cost, with the $15 an hour wage cost. It's not going to be immediate from what I'm reading. Like even if it was voted in, it's going to be a staggered thing. So certain places don't jump from 7 to 15. So literally it's going to take like four to six years or something stupid to get to 15 and we're I already imagine, too late. Like, I, I, that makes me feel better for like the mom and pop shops that open up and mm. they really can't afford to have that big jump. Mm. But like when you look at companies like a McDonald's or the fast yeah. food places, you guys can do that. Implement it. Do it. Yeah, they should be doing it on their own. They shouldn't be having to be forced to. They should just you want know, to. It, oh, it sucks. Because that's still... <laughs> Poverty wage. And it will be especially staggered in 
four years or more, by the time they get to $15 an hour, whenever that is, whether it's tomorrow or six years from now, it's not it's enough. Not enough. <laughs> Because I think the not I read the that, that book I was telling you about by the uh, Dan Price, that executive who raised uh, his wages in his company to seventy two thousand a year for everybody across the board. That was his base wage was seventy two thousand, and hmm. he thought it would you know he was worried it would kill his business because nobody ever did this before in, in such a large scale it was like a a credit card uh company processing company and it actually grew the business because of course the media of it got him more business but then just the people if you take away the concern the worry of yeah. the wage they're just they're making money they're living they have everything that they need and they don't have to think about that during the day when they're working. They're just they're literally working to you know work and they're enjoying their job because it makes sense, all doesn't things. it? It's amazing, yes. But that is the way that it should. That seventy-two thousand is I think it said was um, probably seventy thousand was the studied earmark area there where people that's what they need. And anything after Jesus. 78 is just kind of gravy for everybody. Like nobody needs more than that because everything you need is literally taken care of at 70. But over 78 or so, you're you're just kind of sliding along. Living in excess. Uh, living yeah. in excess. So just to think, because like 15, that's what, 40? <laughs> Something ridiculous. I don't even want to do the math. I'm terrified. You can't live. I mean, you just can't. It's like 31,000. <laughs> They're yeah. fighting for 31,000 when statistically we need 70. Uh, I don't know. I have no words. Mm -hmm. it, this is how... This is how we live. Um, there's a population that's content with keeping the other half down, and I just don't get it. And then you've got that coupling thing going on because society is like hell bent on, well, yeah, but then you've got the husband and the wife that make the money. So if they're just, if they're both making 30,000, then yeah, they're making 60,000. And ooh, but why is that? Why did we come from a, an age where mom and the three kids could stay home and dad went to work and got, you know, a single right. family, three bedroom house and a gigantic Buick? In the driveway, brand new. Why did we come from that to this, where we need every member of the household working, including the children? Which I just heard another astonishing mm. fact the other day, thanks to the New York Times, that children who are doing remote learning are doing it on their earbuds while they're at work. Oh, it sucks. My God. They're trying to make a smoothie at Dairy Queen while they're in geometry class what is wrong with you people <laughs> I, I i don't know what to say it's sad that was i didn't want to watch i didn't want to listen to that podcast but it came up and i just let it play i even told spotify no don't play this and it still did <laughs> spotify said bullshit you need to know about it absolutely so i just i'm like okay fine and they played like just clips recorded from 
uh, teaching uh, classes in high school in Texas um, on a Zoom call with uh, uh, mixed learning. So people were in class yeah. and on the Zoom call. And to hear it's everything that, that you've told me as a parent and other parents have conveyed with the kid on the Zoom call who they're all, I mean, they're kids in the 21st century. So they're embarrassed to like be on this call. Sure. Yes. And they're ashamed. They can't talk. They're not speaking. And, and like literally the teacher was calling on them and there was just this vast gap of silence. Right. And she'd be like, are, so, you, are you on mute? And it's like, no. And then they're like, I can't. The one said something like, I, I'm choosing not to answer that at this time. <laughs> well, it's better that my, my, my mic's broken. Or yeah, yeah, I, it's, but they don't want right. to. I get it. I yeah. do get it. Yeah. And something we talked about last night with uh, when we did the live stream with Adeselina on YouTube, which you can get at the Four Culture YouTube, folks. Great time. We talked about mm. a little bit at the end about meditation. And we're going to talk more about meditation next month. But um, she some, something that I didn't think about, she said to teach kids meditation would change a lot. And I thought from what I just heard on that podcast, like, oh, my God, you're right. It would probably help them communicate. Like if you could get kids in touch with that meditative state and get them out of this shame, this embarrassment of even speaking to each other in front of the class, you know? There's just something, if we could just focus, that we're all focused on the wrong shit. I don't know. I'm not, but, you know, that's just part of growing up. The problem yeah. is, like, we did it, but they're doing it on camera. Yeah. Which just makes it so much more amplified, I think. No, oh, yeah, because you're on stage. You're literally, you're, just, just like I've said about Zoom calls, you're on all the time. The kid is literally probably standing, he feels like he's standing in front of the, know, the class. Who's the got the zit? Who's growing the mustache? Whose voice is changing? Um, the camera's on. What does your house look like? The inequity's mm. there. You see it. Yeah. And it, it's, it's hard for them. And they try the little, you know, the schools get creative with their cameras on campaigns. But reality is puberty wins, guys. They don't want to be on camera. <laughs> it's true. And it's true that we've always done that. We've always been there. But I think we could fix that. I mean, in an enlightened, completely <laughs> enlightened society, which we'll never get to. In my dream world, I think we could do it. It would be so nice. We would just have to change, you know, everything. Even the, the playing field a bit. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Everyone meditate. Everyone do this. Well, there was Let's a, relax. There was a clip that <laughs> Tom Savino had sent me, and I think he put it on Twitter, because he's, he's a very meditative individual, too. And it was a clip about teaching meditation in schools. It was in the Philippines, um, somewhere else, but and, and Mexico, I think. But these... All, all grades, like young, really young kids, really high school kids, but it changed their frequency. Like they weren't as embarrassed or ashamed. And as they, angsty, as yeah. Angsty. They started to understand because I think it, it inserts that silence and that cushion. And when you start to, because it, it's all about, to me, self-analyzation. Also, you know, you keep you have to fight off so many thoughts in meditation 
and uh, process them because mm-hmm. you can't you can't just ignore them and you can't push them down. You have to think them through. And just that alone, having that skill, because it's for me, for me, it's, for the, me. it's the it's the things that embarrass me, that shame me, that make me feel something wrong, negative. You have to confront that and say, OK, why do you feel that way? It's that it's doing the work. It's saying, is this true? Do you know this is true? No, it's not true. <laughs> And you tell yourself the story. And if a kid could do that, because kids are really smart and they could really process through that. And that would then ground them during times of interaction with others where they're like, okay, well, I'm not really ashamed or embarrassed or why should I, is this my embarrassment or is it actually their embarrassment that it's, you know, they're pushing that shame on me. So it's, I think it's a, it's a great idea. I think that they've done it somewhere. There was a video, go to YouTube. But we need more of that. Okay, I'm game. Yeah, I mean, for some it's. Let's give be. it a shot. Well, and then, although I was going to say it's too late for some, but it's never too late. It's never too late to start meditating. Om. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I'm there. Yes, download your uh, you know, your apps and do your <sighs> deep breathing. Mm-hmm. Listen to the rain. That's how that's how it starts. Ground yourself. <laughs> Feel your. Your ass in the seat and your feet on the floor. Inner peace, man. Inner peace, man. What's what that about? about here. But yeah. yeah. Very meditative coffee house. A lot of thoughts, but that's good. Thinking is good. Thinking is good. Because it takes you places. It does. So take some time for yourself to paint or write, create. Yeah. It starts with the doodle, man. Because it's hard when you hit with that wall of like, what do I do? If you're you're, not gonna... if you're having a trouble, troubled time starting, just doodle ahead. Doodle, doodle, doodle the heads. <laughs> yeah, do a self portrait. <laughs> <laughs> You've done very well with that, I swear. And you know, thanks, man. Now I have to be careful not to let it slide. Keep That's it right. going. Find the time. Re- make the time. Rewatch Pretend It's a City so you get inspired. Yes. See? You gotta surround yourself with the goodness. Do it. And it's easy. Watch uh, watch Godzilla if you've got kids. And watch Godzilla. And the new one's coming out soon. Godzilla versus King Kong. Kong. And I watched oh. this week I watched Kong. Oh boy. I was confused at first. I didn't I had to think. Okay, Zilla's the lizard. Kong's the monkey. Who the hell thinks of this stuff? It's amazing. It <laughs> was a good movie, the Skull Island movie. That was pretty good. I didn't realize that was an all-star cast. Oh, I wasn't aware either. Yeah. Oh, you're because your kids all Zilla, no Kong. All Zilla. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. The, the new one comes out now in March on HBO Max. Well, on HBO Max, the they've, they've got King Kong Skull Island, which is like the preview of when they put them together. So you should watch that in anticipation. Oh God. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> I don't want to. Dear God. We, it, we're st- the, the, oh, I don't know. It paints, it paints Zilla in a whole different light. Cause when I watched the Zilla movies after you're, <laughs> you're inspiring me to do so. <laughs> 
I felt like Godzilla was so, like on our side, like kind of cool and stuff. But when you watch King Kong, it's like, oh no, Zilla's like an ass. But, I don't want to change my opinion of Godzilla. But seeing the new trailer, though, I guess you know, for some reason, Zilla's pissed off, like she or he was. Is it a woman? I don't know. It was. <laughs> well, we had this. We had this conversation before. I thought Godzilla was a female. I think it's not. she's. Oh, she's not. Okay. I don't remember this conversation. Oh. <laughs> Just like our blog posts. I don't remember. I don't know anything. It's fine. Oh, my God. Well, gird your loins. They've got a good movie on HBO Max every month just so we keep paying for it. <laughs> Bastards. Because <laughs> that's this month is the Zilla, and then they're doing We're something. holding out for Dune. Yes. October. We can do oh my this. God. They're just going to, they're stringing us along because there's something next month too that I can't wait to see. I don't remember. <laughs> I have no idea what it is, but I really can't wait to see it. <laughs> but it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> All I can tell you is it's not fucking Tom and Jerry. Okay. Oh, that's this month's that's thing. This but month's you know what? I'm going to end up watching it because, you know, yeah. Never like life. That is a show all to itself of how much I loathe those cartoon characters. And fucking Tom Bugs and Jerry, Bunny. really? Tom and Jerry, Bugs Bunny. See, those those off. are my guys because they were oh, so violent. I oh can, my god! I can't I can't with the Tom and Jerry, especially Cat and Mouse? No. You know, no. Tom gets his hair shaved off. I mean, it's just with the hot iron. That was good stuff. I think the only character that's worse is Donald Duck. I hate Donald Duck. I hate Donald Duck. So at least now we. know. I never liked the Mickey Jones. Mouse stuff. See, because no. it's too like nice. At least we now know that Anne-Marie and I agree on Chinese food and Donald Duck. See? That's a solid friendship right that there. Is solid. Besties forever. Stay strong. If you're a mole person. Yeah, man. If you're a mole person, get some vitamin D and listen to Coffee House. We love you. Good luck. And Merry Christmas. And happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Coffee House. For more, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also subscribe on iTunes. Coffee House is brought to us by ForCulture.com. Hashtag art is important.